don't have badass, nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome into Impact Sports Behind the Mask. I'm your host Ryan Collins, alongside, not sick anymore, John Supan. Yeah, feeling a lot better here, Collins. How you I'm, doing today? I'm good. The weather's brutal. Yeah, I like honestly, I prefer last week. We had a couple snow days. That's why we didn't record. That's on me. Still lazy. Da- yeah, you can, you can I, I, control the weather, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, we should have got to the studio. Yeah, I mean, should have. Just absolutely low effort by everyone involved, but I'll what have you been up to this week? Uh, not much. We, we covered that game last Friday, uh, Wisconsin-MSU yeah. hockey game. Uh, Good time. Exciting 4-1 win for the guys, and other than that, I've just been doing some schoolwork and just hanging out, man. Living the dream. That's good. That's good. What's it called? It, no, honestly, the slush that I have to walk through to get to class is... I'd it's rather awful. be walking on snow. Other I'd rather than slush. be frozen. Yeah. I'd rather be frozen. My fresh tits. Agreed. Are, yeah, they're just ruined. You got the salt marks all over yeah. them and everything. They look yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. They look terrible. No style points in January and February here. They look terrible. The yeah. So this weekend, Spartans took on Wisconsin. They did. Bit, bit, I mean, the bottom of the big time, it's a battle between Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, Mich- and Michigan for that third and fourth spot. So it was a big weekend series for the Spartans. Came away with four points. You were there on the first night with me. They got the three points there with a pretty decisive four to one win. And on Saturday, tie and double OT, losing a shootout, get only one point. But they played pretty hard. But it, 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 this weekend, another positive sign for the Spartans. It, what are your takeaways so far after a four, another four point weekend at home? They're a different team at home, as yeah. we saw. We weren't here to talk about the Notre Dame game, but they basically got shelled in South Bend. They only got one point last weekend. But this weekend, different hockey team. Yeah, I mean, that's not something to frown upon is getting a tie, at least, when you're in Notre Dame. But something to take away from this weekend is they went uh, – Wisconsin went 0 for 7 on the power play. They shut them out this, this weekend that, on the power I, I play. Mean, so. this, I mean, this penalty kill has been fantastic. Yeah. And they're playing Hiroshi and Totorento on it a lot more than they did in the first half of the year. And – you're it's teaching guys, those guys to play defense a yeah, little more and, and incorporate them in a different style of the I th- game. I think Sam Saliba probably had his best series of the maybe in the entire of the year. Yeah, I mean he was just really solid in the faceoff circle, and he was really he's really good on that penalty kill. And Rossford's a factor on that penalty kill. He, he, is, yep. he I mean, he's always a pest to the opponent. They were really physical in that in those two games too. <sighs> Saturday that was, was a, great... a bloodbath. Saturday was an absolute bloodbath. Well, Wisconsin had their only goal pretty much off that scrum that you and I were talking about on that broadcast. Right? On Friday, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. On, fr- on Friday, Michigan State was pretty dominant. Even yeah. though the stats don't really the stats don't really lean either way. It was the the Michigan State, even. Yeah, Michigan State was just better. They really yeah. were. Like on both sides of the ice, they got out to that lead and they, their defense was steady. That's only half of the game is stats. The other yes. half is how you play on the ice, defensive, offensive, and in the neutral zone. So I, I like what I saw this past weekend for yes. sure. Yes. I mean, not to sound even more repetitive, guess who had another big weekend? Mm. Get, just guess. 
I don't know. Michigan? K- K- KHL. Oh, KHL. Oh, okay. We're, we're, on, we're, we're still on the subject. On, yeah, we're focusing on Michigan okay. State hockey, John. Come yes, on. sir. I forgot where we were. <laughs> KHL line accounts for all six goals this weekend. Awesome. I mean. You need a second line. You really do. No, but I, I think they but are. But not with them. I think their second line is playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, but, like, with the KHL line, some, some weekends they're just on. I mean, Hiroshi, that first – that goal we saw on Friday Tic-tac-toe. night. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Everybody touches the puck and it's, Hiroshi it just dro- works out. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Hiroshi dropped it off the, to uh, Puerto who found Lewandowski. It was this beautiful hockey. Everybody touched the puck, and that's how you that's how you work it. If you're a, if you're Danton Cole, you love to see that. I, and then, yeah, I mean, you looked at it. Hiroshi, two goals, four assists, still leads the country and points and assists, which is so I, pretty remarkable. He's got a great resume for the Hobie Baker. Award. He really, I mean, if this Michigan State team gets a little bit hot and maybe does something in the Big Ten tournament, I think I think he's a top three candidate. Mm-hmm. I know they usually go with East Coast guys for that award, but it's it, it's pretty hard to turn away and look at the sheer facts of how important he is to this team. Not even on the offense end, just on the defensive end. Cotorinto had two goals, two assists this weekend, and on Friday night he was an absolute monster in the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, the way he bat checked and four checked, he he was such a difference. And I, I when we were calling the game, Michigan State's defense was just smothering on Friday. Yeah, they did, they didn't have a lot of gaps in their defense, and you you kept asking me what Wisconsin could do in the game, and there wasn't a whole lot that yeah. they could do. I mean, they were just playing that sound, stellar defense that they have been trying to work on all year. Lewandowski also chipped in with two goals. He had a little bit of an interesting weekend on Friday, kind of chin-checked a Wisconsin guy out front, got yeah. two minutes. But You know you know, it's a good, he, interesting he's, fact he's, about he's that? He's small. When you're a small guy, you got a strap. Yeah, you I do. I mean, you always got that chip on your shoulder. So when that happened, uh, that was uh, Ty Emerson that scored that goal. Yep. And he played with DeRitter last year on the U.S. 18 and under team in Plymouth. That's a fun, a fun fact that fun I fact found. Fun fact and a great segue. Mm-hmm. Pro tip right there by Johnny Supan. You're welcome. With, I mean, Judah Ritter this weekend, really solid. Let's in one goal Friday night on 27 saves. Saturday night, let's in two goals in regulation on 54 shots. And that's not even the correct number. They gave him 54 saves, but he had three more saves in the two OTs. So he actually had 50 mm-hmm. 50. Incredible. Four, 54 saves, sorry. But where's this defense that you and I were talking about that game? I, you were at the game. Let's yeah. hear what was going on a little bit. I mean, they weren't quality chances. I mean, Wisconsin came hard on Saturday night. They really did. It was a really, really physical game. That second period, I think the officials kind of lost control of the game. See good, sir, and a Wisconsin Badger go at it like behind the net, like actually go at it. You had Trigger, mm. The Trigger brothers always kind of in the midst of that. Rosberg, yeah, they're very physical. Rosberg. Took a really high stick, and they didn't call him. That kind of motored him up the rest of the game. It was kind of fun. Jared Rosberg, Rosberg in the uh, second period is telling guys to come at him so he could hit him. You see mm-hmm. him hitting him, and he's just screaming at him. It, it, it was so everybody was fired he, up. He, there. he looked. He, he honestly looked like he was Triple H. He's like, "Come get some." He spit like you're about <laughs> to give someone a pedigree. That's it, sweet. Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty unreal, but I mean, but you, your referees, you got to control that a little bit. And I, if yeah, you can't, was, then hopefully, I mean, was, hopefully t- there's some scoring, you yeah. know, that'll get that out of the way. But in this case, there really wasn't that much. Tony Bernardo had his team ready, and I think they knew they came out flat on Friday night, and they played physical on Saturday. And 
looking at it, I mean, 54 shots is a huge disparity. But when you watch that game, there, Mission State honestly could have won that game pretty easily yeah. in regulation. Yeah, I got a question for you. There's two power plays late in the game, right, yep. for Michigan State. How do you not score on them? How, uh, do you, how do you not do that? It was, I think the first power play wasn't very solid and quick and not routine as that Michigan State power play was. I think they had the second pair out there first. They didn't really get any momentum. The last one, Hiroshi had a couple of good chances, and they just weren't able to bear down. Mm, but okay. in the two OTs, Hiroshi gets, I think, two really good opportunities to put the game away, and he just wasn't able to. Ouch. And that just happens. But getting four points any weekend in this Big Ten is huge. But It really is. Let's but, take a look at the standings, Collins. Yeah, we'll, we'll look. But one more thing to say about DeRitter. I mean, he was solid. He was really good. I think that fir- the first one on Saturday night he wasn't happy about. It was kind of a weak wrister from beyond the left circle, and he he definitely was not happy about it. And he, he shook it off. That's yeah, for he sure. lo- he locked in. He made some really big saves. He made a huge save with about two minutes left to go in the second period when Wisconsin was up two to one. And I asked him after the game, I'm like, "What does that type of save do for your momentum?" And he's like, "Obviously, I'm not a goal scorer, so it's, that's not going to like motivate me for the next couple shifts, but it keeps me locked in." Like, yeah. It gives you a little bit of confidence, too. I mean, you you, you lose it, and then you come back with more if you keep giving these saves. He had 54 saves. Yeah, I mean, pretty impressive. That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, but that kind of caps off the weekend. Mission State gets four points. Me and John actually recorded play-by-play. You want to talk about that? Oh, sure, yeah. It was a fun time. I mean, not the most ideal spot in my ice arena, but we're not going to complain. Never going to complain. Jeff's too good to us. Got free pizza, some drinks. You know, it was was great, so, and... uh, Friday night pizza, never... No, never, never disappointed. It but yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, good, good atmosphere in Mun. Um, there was, I think, about over a little, a little over five thousand people at the game. So yeah, they it, it, it didn't look that filled when we showed up there. Maybe like ten minutes before game time, and then they all started kind of filling yeah. out. Which I mean, that's how every hockey game goes here at Mun Ice Arena. I, so, I mean, the student unless, section. I since I've been covering the team this year, I've been genuinely surprised with the student section. How. Like You've been it disappointed is. or no, no, like oh, okay. in a good way. Like I on Saturday because I'm an idiot, I checked Wisconsin's hockey page, just checked what time the game was, and it said four thirty. Different so time I, zone. Yep. So I had my buddy <laughs> drop me off at four, and the doors aren't even open. I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? I'm an idiot. Whatever. So I'm just waiting outside, checking like college basketball and stuff, and there's already a line for the monsters. That mm-hmm. and. To say something like that a couple of years ago for this program, it, it's, I mean, people love hockey in the state of Michigan, and especially in the Midwest where you get a bunch of kids that come to Michigan State from the Chicagoland area, yes, area sir. like you. Represent. And you got it just all over the Midwest. I mean, there there's a lot of support from the students for this Michigan State hockey program, which is something I genuinely was very surprised to find out. And another thing they love, too, is when they put the Michigan-Iowa game up, oh, the basketball yeah. game up on the scoreboard, and... The whole place erupted because Michigan lost. Yeah, well, that didn't really end well for Michigan State losing two in a row in basketball, but that's a different sport. Different and, podcast. And maybe maybe Dan Cole should coach that team. Might be nah. a little bit better. But like you said earlier, let's take a look at the Big Ten standings. All righty. Ohio State just might as well Number give one. Them, yeah, might as well give them the Number first. Number three in the nation. Might as well give them the first round bye. Yep. It's all they're, they're getting up. that. They're getting that. Bro. They're up eight points compared to Minnesota, who's in second. They've played the least teams in the Big Ten, combined mm-hmm. with Wisconsin and Penn State, 
who have, they've all played 16, but they have eight more points than the second place team, and they still basically have two games in hand. Yeah, uh, you really don't want to end your your schedule in March with Ohio State. Two of two games for Michigan State at Ohio State on the first and second of March to close out your regular season schedule. That's not going to be easy. Um, yeah, no. I would be surprised if they if they stole even one point from that. I'm usually very um, supportive of the guys, and I think that they can. When we called it a, on Minnesota, we had that podcast for Minnesota. Yep. And I said they split, but they ended up sweeping them. And, you know, go I, figure. I said, so. I said Minnesota was in a sweep. Yep. Michigan State out of town. but They always find a way to pull off the unthinkable, you know, and may, maybe they'll get a win. But going back to those standings, go ahead. I mean, excuse me. Like I said, Minnesota in second place at 18 games, 27 points, two points ahead of Notre Dame, who's in third place with 25 points. But every time I really seem to pay attention to this Minnesota team or watch them, they're kind of nothing I like hone the whole like they're nothing special. Yeah, and then when you look away, they're just keep they keep going. They keep chipping away. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, and honestly, after their weekend set with at Mount Ice Arena, it almost looked like they, they were about to shut it down. Mm-hmm. I mean they But they didn't. They, yeah, I mean they they've trucked through and they've looked pretty solid the last couple of weekends. And it, it's important for a team like Minnesota who's basically that that hockey program is above college basketball in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. That's just how oh, it yeah. works. I mean, it's hockey. Yeah. It's Minnesota. It's, yeah. So you got the land of a thousand lakes up there. So there's. Yeah. And Bob Cotso, I mean, that's such my, whatever his last name is, the guy who coached a development program for a long time. There is trying to figure things out, but I, I would give Minnesota time. I mean, they're still second place in a bit time. They're going to get that first series at home. Like I said, in third place with 25 points, Notre Dame, really big. I mean, Lost two to Ohio State this weekend. I mean, it's tough to beat Ohio mm. State right now with Mason really Jones and the way their way their defense is playing. Plain and simple, you expect this Ohio State team to be so high flying, but the play they've gotten out of both goaltenders this year has been really surprising. And not even Notre Dame's stout defense with Cal Morris and I mean Cal Burke and it, it, it's just it's hard and. Bobby yeah. Nardella, it, Notre Dame can't. It's gonna be tough to win teams against Ohio State down the stretch, like you said. Yeah, I mean, I I really look back to the January fourth game. We took them to double OT. Yeah, and won three on three. I mean, that's that's something. Maybe come March, we can maybe pull pull a move off like that. Yeah, but as of right now, Ohio State is climbing, and they are climbing very fast. Yeah, I, I mean, Ohio State's probably is definitely a. A national title contender. Well, so. they only got St. Cloud State and Massachusetts ahead of them. St. Cloud State, if I'm correct, is in Minnesota. Yes, yes, and then uh, Minnesota Duluth and Minnesota State are the five and six in the nation. So I, it, the state of Minnesota. That's why in Minnesota, terms of hockey right yeah, now is pretty that, good. That's why the by University of Minnesota people are very upset with how they're not on that national scale, like mm-hmm. Minnesota State, Minnesota Duluth. Win some Big Ten games. Yep, in. and St. Cloud State. Plain and simple. And this is where kind of get, where Notre Dame from three to six, the three to seven, there's only five points between them, but from three to six, it's kind of law jam. Notre Dame up there with 25. Michigan, Michigan State, both have 24 points. Michigan State's played a game more than Michigan this year, and Wisconsin has 22 points in the sixth place. Did, so, did you expect... Michigan State and Michigan to be this close in the rankings, tied, quite frankly, because no. they are. 
No. I, I didn't either coming into this season. We'll take a look at the preview for the big rivalry weekend this uh, in a couple minutes. But, yeah, I mean, Michigan has kind of been a disappointment. I think a lot of people thought after last year's Frozen Four, they were going to be able to put it all together with Twin Hughes, Josh Norris coming back, and Mel Pearson's a really solid coach. And I, I the goaltending hasn't been that great this year, but – I mean, they lost Josh Norris, who's an NHL-caliber player. So, plain and simple, that's tough to b- come back from. But tied at 24, Michigan State-Michigan, big series this weekend. Wisconsin in sixth place, 22. And Penn State in 20, another surprising with the talent they have in that with Peyton Jones and the scoring attack they have. For them to be in seventh place in the Big Ten, I think they're still ranked. 18th. Yes, they're still the ranked. So They're just not very good in Big Ten play. Don't count them out. I mean, the way points work in the Big Ten, it's kind of they might have a lot of like ties, tie wins, mm-hmm. but that doesn't translate with the way the Big Ten rules work. They, but, only, they only have one, by the way. One, one, t- one tie. That Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they, they've kind of been disappointing in Big Ten play, to say the least. Mm-hmm. They're basically already – I mean, they're gonna be playing away from Happy Valley if they want to win the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I mean, and they, that's that's you, why this Michigan State series is big. If they can get four or five points this weekend, they can almost supplant Notre Dame for the three spot, and you definitely get that four spot, which gives you the first week. Excuse me, I, I don't know why I ate like five minutes before this. I'm <laughs> burping all over the place. Sound awful, whatever. But I, I, Michigan State can get four or five points this weekend. They very well might be in third place. I yeah, mean, they're only three, see that. three points out of out of uh, second place. There, anything could happen in this Big Ten, and that's why this makes this rivalry so much more important than it may it maybe usually is. Because checking the last couple of years, Michigan just is on playing for way more than Michigan State is. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people in Mid Michigan are going to be looking at this game this weekend and thinking the same thing that you and I are. It's going to be a tough battle for both these teams. They're pretty they're pretty close. They're they're dead even. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I would like to see how this game unfolds, and, and Little Caesars Arena is calling their name yep. on Saturday. But that first game at Yost is very important, sets the tone for the weekend, and I think if the Spartans could get that game, yep. who knows, they might they might win at LCA too. Last year, Michigan State got to play at Munn before they did the duel and the D, what they do every year on Saturday where they play at Joe Lewis. So this year, Michigan gets a home game at Yost Ice Arena. Yost Ice Arena will be bumping. Children of Yost, probably the best student section in the country so i mean it's going to be pretty big test for michigan state but you look at this both have 24 points in the standing josh norris is out for the season quinn hughes still leads his team in points with 25 what let's since we're about to be kicked out of the studio <laughs> i'm kidding our sports director kyle turk is just giving us a friendly reminder we gotta be a it's little crunch bit, time yeah baby. gotta gotta be gotta be Wrap quick gotta be efficient so deadlines, yeah, that, yeah, of course, sports journalism. What do you expect? But looking into this series, this rivalry series, they played one game at Yost. What are your expectations this weekend? Um, you know, I, I'm not sure yet. I haven't really had a clear thought in my mind as to what's going to happen. I do think that you just said Yost is going to be bump, bumping, excuse me, on Friday, and I think that if they, if Michigan gets to pull that game off and they come out maybe mm, hot and get two goals right off the bat. I think it's going to be hard for Michigan State to fight back. They have that good defense, like you're saying. They could they could stop any goals coming in, but if they run off to an early lead, 
you can you have to rely on that KHL line or maybe your second line. Saliba has been doing pretty well, and uh, yeah, you, you you need to rely rely on them in order to get this going. But you know, I, I don't know. It's toss up right now in my mind. I you looked at this series. The difference between when the last two played, Josh Norris is not playing anymore for the Michigan Wolverines. Mm-hmm. Probably their second best player. Best goal scorer by far. He was leading the team in goals then. He's been out for two or three weeks. Mission's been able to kind of adjust to play without Norris because Norris is playing in the U.S. for the U.S. and the World Juniors yep. with Quinn Hughes. So they're, they've been able to adjust without players like that. You have Lockwood stepping up. You have different guys on this Mission roster who are talented. Yeah, I, I mean, Mission's littered with talent. So it's not that they can't turn it around, but this team's different. If yeah. you really look at the mo, if you really believe in momentum and importance of confidence, I, I mean, Mission State honestly has more confidence. They swept them earlier in the year, not a full sweep, getting five out of the six points as they won a really great regulation game behind Drew Ritter, who was unbelievable that Friday night in Mount Ice Arena, and then they traveled to Yost, winning a shootout, kind of. They were in a turn of page, and then Michigan State kind of struggled for about two to three the weeks. GLI rolls around. Yep, and they and GLI, they tied. So, I mean, Michigan State kind of holds the advantage. Last time they played, too, I mean, DeRitter was just flat out. I mean, not DeRitter. I mean, they Lovely. got in a full-out ball, brawl at oh. LCA last oh. time. So, I mean, it, it's this team's always chippy. There's always high stakes see. in this game. Michigan State doesn't like them. Michigan doesn't like them. They're coming off a split too at Minnesota. I just said them twice. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> they split. Yeah. They split at uh, Minnesota uh, last weekend, and then on the 26th and 24th, they also split at Penn State. Before that, the 11th and 12th, they split at Ohio State. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm guessing, I'm going to say a split this weekend. Michigan State takes the game at LCA. Michigan gets the one at Yost. Let's go five two and four three. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I actually like Michigan State to uh, win the first game at Yost and uh, Michigan to take the one of the duel of the D. I just, Drew Ritter has been really hot, and you I think, think he'll get both the starts this week. Or if he's if they say the case is that they go in the Mon, I mean they go into Yost. Excuse me, and he just plays terrific and plays like he did when. So they're going to start him, is what you're saying? Oh, for on sure. This first I game. mean, he started both teams last okay. weekend. I, I don't think you can take the guy out who just had 54 saves. Over two over. It'd be a tough call. Yeah. So, I'd like to hear the and only gave up one goal on Friday night. I think it's his net right now. I mean, Lethem's a solid backup. Maybe he if DeRitter is shell, I obviously think Lethem will be the guy at LCA, but it's hard to go away from the talented freshman right now. But I on the other side, it this is the main factor of this team, because honestly, when I look back at the game at Mon, Michigan had chances and I think was probably the better team. But their goaltending was not good. Hayden Levine struggled, and Strassman got the go on the Saturday night at Yost. But I I think goalie play is contingent on this. But I'm going to go with a split, too. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Really okay. original. We got to grade, grade the show. Last segment, as always. Um, I'd say if we were a little rushed, maybe like a... Uh, 22. C+. 50, C+. Huh. Maybe B. I don't eh, know. What I do you think? Better than that. What are you thinking? Let's I thought yours. we were pretty solid today. All right, so let's meet somewhere in Worked the middle. Worked on then. our feet. I think 
We were more concise. Got the info out. Ah. Let the listener know what's good. We didn't have Kyle Turk on, so that was good. So, oh, come on. <laughs> now I we're really going to get kicked yeah, out yeah, of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Turk listens to this, you bum. But uh, I think I'm going to give the show a solid B. We All got right. things to prove on, but good what we worked with. Good on our feet today. Let's and, wrap it and, up before it gets worse. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to apologize to John, too. 20 minutes late. Completely on me. I, I Lack of focus this whole week by me. So Gave me more time to yeah, prepare, honestly. Yeah. So, so check out WDBM Sports on Twitter, all social media platforms. We'll have coverage at both games this weekend. I yes, think we will. John, I'm not sure if he's doing Friday, but he'll be there at Saturday at LCA. And all First other, time there yep, at LCA, too. And so. check it out. All other sports will be active, so. Thank you for listening to this week's Behind the Mask, and hope to see you next week. Take care.